Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. And so this podcast, you need, I didn't, I never send out preparation emails. Yeah. Preparation H. Uh, so you need to tell a story about like, like, uh, like getting fucked up and tucking in your dick or uh, getting arrested or like that time uh, you puked on your girlfriend's dick, you know, stuff well, like what that. If, what if I'm not a bad person like you? And I'm, I'm not a bad person. I've never. You're a bad person. I'm not a, I'm not a delinquent. Are we rolling? Mm-hmm. We're rolling. Okay. Hey, welcome to Community <laughs> Service with Mitch Burrow. He's a fuckface, and I love him. <laughs> this is no, off he, to a good start. He's, this is my good buddy. He's funny as fuck, and I love him. Do you think we'd be as good of friends if I uh, hadn't had a truck that time you needed to move stuff out of your girlfriend's apartment? No. <laughs> no, I, I don't need you anymore. I, I love your honesty. He has you. trucks, <laughs> and I used him for it. No, I fucking have loved you since the madhouse, or the ha-ha. Oh, yeah, that's when right. When did we officially bond? Probably madhouse. Know. Maybe, uh, yeah, probably we madhouse. We spent some time together. Down in San Diego. I always known of him because you're funny. You're the lovable redneck. That's oh, not racist. Thank you. Yes, the the, <laughs> uh, the progressive redneck. I think another person did the, did the liberal redneck. Yeah. So you're the woke uh, yeah. redneck. I'm just a real dude. Oh, we never chested sounds. Did no, I say good. chested? <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Hey, you're sober. Yeah, I know. I can't. <laughs> Ah. It would have been interesting to have known you in your in your drug-addled days. Bro, I was fucking funny on drugs. Were you filthy though? Cuz you did like bad drugs. I did well, I, it was it was it's just like in the movies. It creeps in slow. It doesn't you don't just go straight to sniffing were you, speed. But were you like living in in like squalor? No. Were you were you in a trap house? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, maybe I hung out there some from time to time, and maybe some tweakers were taking apart some clocks and radios. But you know, wait, wait, why did they take apart? It's clocks a weird and tweaker thing. Any junk, fucking speed freak, they take apart electronics. You know, I broke. What I broke is a, it about meth? I don't know, but I broke a lot of my my family's stuff, like taking it apart. And like, put, were you on speed? No, no, I was like twelve. You know, I just, oh, I wanted to know how you're it worked. Curious. Yeah, I was just so, so maybe like, that's, maybe so maybe sh- meth just brings out the inner child, and they they're just curious about how these things work. I think it's not that. <laughs> I think they're bugged out and have so much energy, <laughs> and like, I wonder what's inside that laptop, and then they just take it apart, and they're like, I don't know how to put this back together. But yeah, the, but you just explained like the reason you know a twelve-year-old does it. They just look at something, and go, huh? I wonder what's in there. Yeah, maybe and then you're they right. Go, it's you're just right. Uh, you know what? Let's curiosity, all, speed. If you want to feel like you're twelve again, <laughs> that should be the real PSA for that drug. Yeah. I've never used speed. I mean, that's the that's the drug I haven't done. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you just well then get out. Get the fuck out. If, no. you, if you've never really lived, then what's the point of being on this podcast? Speed. If you want to destroy your family in three to six months. How long did it take before your family uh, was like, we don't love you anymore? I hit it well. <laughs> I hit it well. They knew uh, they knew my life was in shambles, but they didn't know to the uh, degree. Oh man, I was just. Uh, yeah, I, c- I couldn't get away with that. My grandmother 
was like always accusing me of like doing drugs or whatever when I was like 16, 17. And then one day like a, a Stone Temple Pilots song came on and they had just broken up because he was on heroin. And I was like, see, Grandma, this is why I would never do drugs because like this is a great band and now they're broken up because of his addiction. And she, we were in the car. I was driving. She opened up the center console and pulled out a bag that had some shake in it. And she goes, well, I found this in your backpack. So don't tell me you're not using drugs. Oh, my God. And I was like, uh, no, that's just a sandwich bag. I don't know what's in that. I, <laughs> your grandma's ah. crazy. Yeah, she came. Well, my dad was like really bad on drugs. So then when they started raising me, like I had no chance. Yeah. At getting away with anything. They they knew all the signs. They were like, what 15-year-old takes a midday nap? You're on marijuana. <laughs> you know, they were like, they were they were hard on me. Little did they know marijuana is a savior drug. Yeah. Unless abused, and then you can't mail a letter and live your normal day-to-day life. Then it's a bad drug. But they're from, they were born in the 30s. You know, they, they yeah, came know. up during the reefer madness days, so they just thought... That it was something as bad so they as they were ignorant. Else. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, my nana thought drugs were the devil too, but she never like. She was crazy though. She would break into our house, not break into our house, but come over when no one was home and just steal like cups and pictures and stuff. Cut like just like, like glasses cup. or like yeah, paper like a glass cup, <laughs> and we would see it at her house later, and we would use it. We're like, why do you have this? <laughs> You're now, the worst your, thief ever. Did your grandma have a big booty like your mom? Or no, that this is my white grandma that would break it. Oh, your dad's the brown grandma. Wait, who's who's my mama's full Mexican? My dad's white as fuck. There you go. So is your dad's your dad's yeah. mom? She don't and, have a big booty. No, because I don't know che- a lot she about had big your family cheesies, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was weird. We're like, how are you 86 pounds with a C-rack and you're 86 years old? She like was the same age as her weight, but had these tig old bitties. I'm like, Nana, you think at some put point those brazen nipples away? <laughs> you think she had implants when she in her younger no, days? No, she was a natural. You think she was born in fucking 1912 or something? She might have been the first one. She might have been the first. Maybe she was in Playboy. Dude. Nana was dope as fuck. So now that we're talking about her, maybe she was a klepto. That's the ones that steal shit. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, she would break into her house and shit would disappear. In in like one time, she got locked in the garage. This is I'm not I don't know what age she was, but this is mid eighties Nana. This is eighty five year old Nana. <laughs> She's old as fuck. Yeah. And she. The garage door was old school, big wooden one, push up, push down. No, no buttons, no buttons, no nothing. And the it she was breaking in our house or whatever. <laughs> and the garage door somehow she got in the garage. I don't know what the fuck happened. And the door shut, but then she couldn't get back out because so maybe it slammed. And, and that's it how gets, she like, died. Stuck. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that's where it was going. <laughs> she was trapped in there for days alone, <laughs> clawing at the walls. She ate our turtle, and uh, <laughs> three days later, they were both dead. Turtles are poisonous. No, and then she fucking crawled out a window, but like it wasn't. This is she's in her 80s. Yes. No, but she <laughs> broke the window. She fucking. And she and this wasn't even a like low window. This was like you had to get up on like a, on a, on a ledge, you know, and then dive out the window into bushes. 
and she there was like no blood. We're like, what are you fucking MacGyver just, here? What's going on? I'm just picturing in the background, boom, 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 boom. Imagine a fucking curly cue. Great. Oh, hang on. Watch this. Imagine. Oh, you got a picture of her? Yeah. You got a picture. What'd you call her? Meemaw? What? <laughs> Imagine this fucking curly cue Nana fucking diving out your garage window broken. Like she fucking. Nana was a G. Three husbands buried them all. <laughs> you know, the only thing I'll say is that while this while this photograph is is beautiful, it doesn't showcase those big grandma titties. You, you know what? You got to go, man. I'm just saying. You got to like, go. Don't you, talk about my Nana's titties like you that. You brought them up and, uh, you know, you bring out Shut a picture. I just thought we was going to see some. Fucking. <laughs> I always got to ruin it. But Nana was uh, just crazy. She was like, she she would say shit like, we'd be like, Nana, we got to cut back on the Chardonnay. The doctor's order. She's like, I'd rather die, you know? <laughs> She's fucking crazy. And she would have Chardonnay in like a mason jar screw top yeah. and like take it on a picnic, you know? Like OG flask. And then and then she kept crashing into cars because she can't drive. Cause she's she, she passed away at 92. And she was driving until about 90, I want to say. And after like six accidents in six months, we're like, we got to take your car. She's like, just kill me. I don't want to live anymore. We're like, God damn it. You're making is this it, so hard. But this, this is in California, right? Yeah. So I just want to clarify because a lot of living situations in California are unique to the rest of the country. When you say she was like coming over and breaking into your house, was y'all in the main house and then grandma had like the guest no, she house? she was in a separate condo all on her own. She'd drive How over. How far away? Like a mile or two. Okay. A couple okay. miles away. Yeah. All right. That's that's a little. Un- okay. I get it now. Because it like, like if she was just like coming over. Because y'all shoved her in the in the, in no, the no, back no. house. <laughs> she, she, she was get, like, <laughs> your dad was like, hey, my, my mom, she needs help. But then you, your mom was like, look, she can stay here, but that bitch got to be outside. We can't, we my, can't deal with it. You don't know my parents. My mom would take better care of my dad's mom than yeah. him <laughs> himself. Uh, but uh, she, uh, she, like, she was so old and... She was with it, but also out of it. But you know, but she yeah. was sharp. She was funny until like her fucking deathbed. And then uh, she would like she wouldn't break, and she had a key. But she, that was for like emergency purposes only, and she used it three times a week. You know, that key was not <laughs> meant for that. And like we would stay home from school sick, and she didn't know that. You know, so there's a kid home, and then we'd see and hear Nana snooping in, like going through the cupboards, and be like. What the fuck are you doing here, Nana? And so would you like would you like jump out? Oh man, you should just like scared no. her every time. Yeah, like, of course. Hey, yeah, I mean, yeah. We'd be like, what are you doing? And she'd be like, Oh, just visiting you. <laughs> <laughs> just visiting you. I knew you weren't feeling well today. <laughs> I heard you needed soup. I don't have any on me. <laughs> Maybe I can make some. Maybe I came by to fix that the- window I broke earlier. <laughs> Well, my grandparents raised me. So, yeah, yeah, I know what it's like dealing. But they're in their eighties now. That's good. They're still around, but it's enjoy get, them. Do you call them and tell them you love them? I talk to them. Uh, I used to talk to them just about every day, but lately my granddad sleeps a lot, 
So I'm, I'm not getting on the phone with him as much. So he's a loser then, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> just, just a 20-year <laughs> Army veteran that served in Vietnam and then raised his own kids and then his kids' kids. No, no big deal. You know, just a big old loser. How dare you? Like I he said, was an loser. No. Hero. <laughs> God but bless But he never, never smoked marijuana. All right, Never I, I called him a loser twice, and I took it back. Now I'm back to loser. Back Never, to lo- and when I was growing vet some fucking drugs, dude. <laughs> when I was growing up in the house, he never he never drank. I was never around alcohol. It was, I, I, I do a lot of drugs and alcohol now, and I think that was part of it. Just like for for 18 years, it was just it was a a bad thing that I wasn't uh, ex- exposed to. So my I, dad gave me sips of beers. Uh, I, when I, I don't know, four years old. Yeah. I just remember being a little kid and just being like. Well, and, there uh, goes that theory of mine then. <laughs> I took a liking to it. <laughs> when did he When did he give you uh, meth the first time? He's when was not it? into narcotics. Oh, oh, that was he. He told me don't ever do cocaine uh, and don't ever do speed because you'll love it. And nobody does it one time. Sounds like he might have actually done it in the past. Oh, he did speed. He said oh. he did speed, and then uh, he, he was up for three days. But this is in the 60s before. Like, this is true. This is truly, it was innocent experimenting. Yeah. He was an alcoholic stoner, and then he was just an alcoholic. Yeah, okay. Uh, but he tried it, and he said he, like, was up for a few days and felt weird at work. And then just like passed out and slept for twenty four hours, and he's like, "I don't like I, this." I heard there's like a th- a thing where you, you you like if you if you're a professional, like let's say you work in an office and you start taking methamphetamines, you your your uh, your your progress at work, your output like it just starts going up, and you start doing really good. And then and then you got to start doing a little bit more med just so you can keep it, and it starts going up and up and up. But then you hit a point where it just like crashes down. And I would say hard. that's absolutely correct. Uh, if they could make a perfect drug and just keep it like that, the problem is you like the high and you get addicted. But in the beginning, you know, it was invented by the Nazis or Germany pre World War Two. Hitler then, used a lot of methamphetamine. Just sh- he just shoveled it to just gave it to his troops and the Japanese too they had it they had two different forms I forgot the technical names but they both I, invented you, around the same if you time. go if you go crash this airplane into that battleship yeah, down there we'll, we'll the give you some methamphetamine they give it to the kamikazes yeah. and they get all tweaked up and just fucking crash it's crazy <laughs> and then it was legal and used in America like by the housewives. trucking in, uh, housewives, housewives truck used industry to use the shit out of it to stay thin and to keep the house clean. Yeah. Bag that when <laughs> yeah. we talk about make America great again, we got to get these women skinny and clean in the kitchen. That's what we got to get methamphetamines back into the Are house. Are you weight shaming right now? <laughs> what, what? Look, man, just because I'm fat doesn't mean I can't realize it's a problem. You know, I would love to take methamphetamines and fat. lose weight. You just. Curvy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fat, man. It's fine. I'm okay with it. I've accepted it at this point. Um,. Yeah, it's just gnarly that in 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 government's history, as ours, the Nazis, Japanese, it, they were just shoveling speed down to the down the work 
force to know. the soldiers and then in america we were just to like everybody in the factories make we, more bullets make more missiles yeah but Boom. Um, america Here's was a like meth. Pow. keep the wives skinny and keep the truckers awake yeah. that's how that's how we used it <laughs> and then it, i don't even i don't even know when it was made illegal but it wasn't until like the 70s i want to say oh really it was that was a good 30 year run speed had in this country Dude, if I could, I'd I have mean, to Google it. Don't quote me on that. Look, we got Adder- Adderall. I, it's still legal, you know. You know, there's certain they types got Adderall of it. for fucking twelve years old. I just wouldn't want to stay up for three days. That that's my only thing. You know, I, I don't I don't want to. Yeah, like, me neither. <laughs> no, I, that's actually the worst. When you stay up that long, you start to hallucinate and you don't eat, and it's a it's a it's very bad. Um, Not when that I know is this live or is this? Yeah, we're live streaming and tweeting. This. Are we really? No. Oh damn. Okay. <laughs> Well, can I just let everybody know that I'm opening the main room at the comedy store on Friday? On Friday, this Friday? yeah, this Friday yeah, this at seven thirty. <laughs> oh God! Watch him uh, here on this podcast. Sorry. I hate to I hate to do this, but I got to use this time during your podcast to confirm some bookings I got. I'll also be uh, on in the main room at the comedy store Thursday at ten p.m. So there's also that tomorrow. Or no, today's days. Tuesday. You know what? So, I really regret having you on. You're Why? We, this has been great. You're just on the phone. I, didn't, I don't, I don't want him to book somebody else. It's true, though. It's true. This business is brutal. If you don't, if you don't confirm in 30 if seconds. Was, if I was at NBC right now and I got those texts, yeah. I'd be like, I'm like, excuse me, Lorne, Mr. Michaels, whatever. I, yeah. I, I just need a second I, to confirm I, this. I need these seven I minutes. I just got a seven-minute spot at the comedy Come store. on. Yes, of course, I would love to be on Saturday Night Live, but just I can't miss this spot right I here. Got, dude, I got a fun one. This guy messaged me, and he's like, hey, want to do a spot? And I, I at this show at this time, whatever, I'm not going to name his name. I've learned lessons from previous editing out and bleeping <laughs> names because I always do first and last name all the time. <laughs> oh, man. And then and then I answer one minute, one fucking minute. I go, yes, I would love to. And then he goes, sorry, filled the spot. And I got what so fuck? I got so mad. Usually I go, <laughs> just eat it. Say thank you for thinking of me. And it's long term. You'll get a spot later. But I just bug me and I screenshot the times. And I was like, I, I don't know what the fuck I said. You posted on the Internet? No, I sent it right back to him. I, was, I, I just said, thanks for giving me more than 60 seconds, <laughs> fuck face or something. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, dude. And, and then I don't know what I said, but I immediately regretted it. But it was true. It was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? You can't give a comic 67 seconds. It was like that. Okay, you want to hear mine? This Wait, my- I'm trying to think of the button on this, but it's gone, I think. And then I think uh, he ended up going, oh, man, I'm sorry. And then I talked some more shit. And then, like, later the next day, I apologized. Uh, and thank God for apologies, because then I ended up getting more spots at a later time. Do you get paid for those spots? Yeah, 50 bucks. That's <laughs> why I was like, you couldn't give me 60 goddamn <laughs> seconds, you fuck. Trying to figure out what spots pay fifty dollars. Hey man, no need to name names here. <laughs> the bottom line is, I learned a lesson. Oh, that's the moral of this uh, podcast. Did yeah. you did you learn a lesson? Become a better person from shitting your pants at that birthday party, etc. Anyways, I apologize. Took the high road later after taking the low road, unfortunately, and then it all worked out because he's like, "No worries, man. I understand your frustrations." I'll make it up to you and give you another spot. And then he fucking did. 50 bucks, son. So I bought that light bulb. 
It's not mine. He <laughs> borrowed it. For, it's not even his. He borrowed it. We borrow shit in these here. These are like 50 bucks. These seem I, a no, lot no, more these expensive. These are 100 dollars each. $500 each. Oh, because they're LED. Yeah. 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 You see, I have equipment yeah, man, on my you, podcast. You're doing great. That's not mine nor <laughs> his. Really we good. borrow it. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, mind. I'm just wondering. So when do you got to give these back to Chris D'Elia? When's it going to be? No, no. What's uh, Joe, Joe Dressel? Dressel. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I knew I was going to mess his last name up. That's why I was like. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. I just I had one where I was I was featuring for a dude at a at a Feature. chain of clubs and feature. And then, yeah. OK, big headliner. <laughs> <laughs> but so I feature all the time. I'm just kidding. So when when uh, something happened where he canceled and then I lost money because I already bought flights. I, t- I told him that I was like, hey, man, I appreciate it, but I can't open for you anymore, right? So then I told the club that that was a situation, but I would be happy to feature for them as long as it's independent and I'm not de- I'm not depending on somebody else. And, you know, every few months, send them a message, whatever, no- nothing comes back. And then finally this week, uh, they messaged me and was like, hey, to be honest, we, we know you were opening for Jeff, but we're really not that familiar with your act but we see you're going to be at laughing skull this week this year for the festival we're excited to see you and it took everything in me not to email all they had to do was ask one of the managers at the club where every one of those clubs that i worked they loved me but this one person this this town will drive you insane it is it is the most Ah, I don't know, man. I get, it's so frustrating. Let's go on the frustrating ramp. But the, we're happy and not the, bitter. Does the sobriety help you? Uh, yeah, because if you're at all tipsy, whatever you were going to withhold is no longer. It's because like, I'm thinking about... Fuck your motherfucker, you think you're <laughs> slick? Asking me for some money. Ask that bitch for some money. What's that from? Friday. Oh, okay. I like that movie. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, right? that movie. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know pop culture. Damn. I'm thinking about sobering up. I'm you th- should. Why not? Try it for 30 days. See how your life improves. Man, this is hard. I just replace it with I'm... exercise. <laughs> why? Why would I want to be miserable? Are you after two weeks, you'd be miserable. The store is a hard place to work and be sober. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm impressed with you. Just. Being around comedy and stuff so much that you That's why you don't stay after midnight. It gets a little too weird over there. (laughs) Oh, man. But just being like, you know, I get either discounted or free drinks when I'm working. Wait, we got off topic. The frustration shit. I remember uh, I just performed at a club. I'm not going to name clubs or names, but I performed at a club. Laugh Factory. No, it wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) He Uh, did pause hard for a second. It was Ice House. And then I fucking, I killed. I, I hate saying that, but you know, at the Ice House, if you don't kill, quit comedy. It's the easiest. It's it's a magical club, and it's just electric and explosive. And I had a, a very, very good set. And a booker there saw me, and he's like, oh, man, you killed. You're funny, and uh, we need to get you in the club more. Yeah, And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. Of course, paid spots at a club yeah that'd be great sold out crowd you know yes and then he goes send me some tape and i After went he just saw and you? i and i wanted to fucking shake him i was like you just <laughs> saw me 
What is the day Fucking for? Fucking four seconds ago, you shook my hand. Great job, son. Is it a technicality that they got to have Ugh. it on file? Like, what is that? What the fuck? Excuse me. And then... Uh, you didn't turn your phone off? I put it on... Uh, I forgot to put it on Do Not Disturb. Wait, is that Nicole Davis? No. Oh. Said Nicole. Oh, my sister. Oh, shit, is there family dinner tonight? My sister had a baby. She brought it out of her wee-wee. <laughs> your sister doesn't have a wee-wee? Oh, no, that's right. Boys they C-sectioned her. It came out of her tum-tum. No, she has a... She has a uh, what do they call it? Hoo-haws or something like that? Like what they... the fuck did you say? Hoo-raw, <laughs> Marine boy. Don't no, talk what... about my sister's wiener that what, way. Your sister doesn't have a wiener. She no, she a had vagina. a brand new baby. I forgot her Boys name. Boys have a penis. Girls Mila. have a vagina. Mila. But didn't your, did your like mom call, them, call it a, a weird name? Like your sister's... Uh, yeah, wee-wee. Burritos. Yours is a wee. Girls have burritos. <laughs> I swear to God, my mom. These are different I, in Mexican households. Yeah, my mom would be like, "Oh, look at her burrito." <laughs> and a burrito. Wait, why was your mom pointing out your sister's? <laughs> because we make fun of gross shit. Like if, if 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 like if there was a fat pussy and my mom thought it was funny, she'd be like, "Look at that lady's burrito." And we don't call them moose knuckles or uh, camel toes. We say burrito. Okay. And then uh, I don't know what the oh uh, I was uh, pito. Is the guy Pito? Pito. Pito. But it is P-I-T-O, but it's pronounced P-I-T-H-O. Pito. Pito. But if like that guy had like a fucking ball hanging out, she's like, look at his Pito. And then my uh we would call my cousin Sean Pito Loco because he was always in and out of prison and he used to steal cars and, uh, and his balls were always shit. hanging out of his shorts. No, no, no. That's another bit's uh that's uh Hector. He's in prison right now, but he was also a pito loco because he'd get tweaked out and naked and uh, whack off in the garage and we'd be like Hector <laughs> there's kids here you can't do this <laughs> it's my Mexican side it's wild <laughs> it's, I think you and Theo Vaughn have the same family Theo's got stories I got stories dude I don't know man it's like my, my family's Mexican they grew up in the projects and I know I look how I look but like two of my cousins are in prison uh, one's dead. He got shot in the head. Rest in peace, Moses. Oh man! Uh, don't gangbang, kids. And then uh, you know they got into speed. They got into whacking off in garages when there was uh, six <laughs> family members in the house, and we'd walk in and go get ice or some shit. I'd be like, Hector, what the fuck are you doing? And he's crouched over like this. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And he just rustle off the and fuck? hide <laughs> and hide in the. Uh, yeah, man, we used to get high together. He was the man. I mean, I guess it's better he was touching himself to one of his nephews or nieces or something. But yeah, no, he wasn't weird like that. that. <laughs> he was he was weird jerking off in Dude, the Dude, this motherfucker, he would he steal my bike and ride to Wilmoth, Wilmington. Wilmington's the hood, for those of you that don't know. It's fucking ghetto. Yeah. They got like Task Force Thursdays where cops just pull over shaved heads. Like, that's just a thing. What's you know? the shaved head about? You know how they... Gang members, motherfucker. What do you think? I don't know. I, I thought they might be coming up against the Aryan Nation or something. No, this is a, a predominantly Mexican neighborhood. It's oh, okay. The, no, the that's barrio. fine then. But you know how they have DUI checkpoints? Yeah. In Wilmington, they have gang checkpoints. It's just like, oh, it's Task Force Thursday. So are they like just looking don't at Don't go out, tattoos? gangsters. Stay inside. Wow. They're, They're just, just looking like, for tattoos and seeing like yeah, yeah, just gang, gang affiliated shit. Man. I lost track of what else. Oh, this motherfucker stole my bike and takes it. To Wilmington. He first of all, he's your uncle. He borrowed your bike. 
He's my cousin, but he's so much older. Oh, he, it's like he's my uncle. But you he know? he borrowed your bike. He's family. Yeah, I know. He borrowed. <laughs> he stole my bike. Borrowed my bike. Actually, he stole it because I told him, I I used to let him borrow it, and then he's tweaker drinking and he'd lose it in the hood and 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 it'd just stay out for days. Always come back. But I was like, all right, you're done. You're. You just, I'm not losing my Schwinn. And then I said, don't fucking t- take my bike. We're gonna fight. And then he uh he stole my bike. And took you to Tweaker Pad in Wilmington. And this is when I worked at a restaurant. I got off like at 11 p.m. Or maybe it was Trader Joe's. I got off at 11 or midnight. And then uh, he got locked up. Because he just says what happens when you're on parole and in and out of prison your whole life. He's institutionalized. It's quite sad. And then uh, he, he borrowed my bike. Rode it to Wilmington. Ghetto projects and shit. And then gets locked up. And then I had taken him to this tweaker pad a time or two just to drop him off, not to get speed. And then... Uh, <laughs> Wait, so how old are you at this point? Oh, I was like 24, 23. Oh, okay. I thought she was like 13 or 14. No, no. And then and then he, get, he takes my bike to the fucking hood and then gets locked up. And I get off work and they go, Hector got locked up again. I was like, where's my bike? And now I got to fucking drive to the hood in Wilmington at midnight. And I look like this and I'm going to this tweaker pad. I'm knocking on the door. I'm like, hey, I'm here for my bike. And they're like, what? I'm like, I see it right there. And, you know, like trying to get a bike out of tweakers is like, they're like, it's my bike. And I'm like, it's my bike. And I'm fighting <laughs> with these tweakers over my bike. I finally get my fucking bike, throw it in my truck drive home and i'm like jesus christ i almost just got shot over a you're swim. just a white boy out here too right like yeah like, do you, but do you speak spanish Poquito. So, so you can't like just turn it on and like i can say some words and understand a lot of words but it, it, it but when you're when you're confronting these tweakers and shit and you're trying to get your shit back you yeah but they're whitewashed too they're just like fuck you white boy you know like they can speak spanish but they just they're probably got spanglish what was your what was your cousin that you called your uncle's name which one? One was the one, baby that, the one that stole, Moses, stole your bike. Hector. Oh, that was Hector. Hector. So you can't just be like, hey, hey man, Hector. They Hector. ended up giving him to me because they knew it was Hector's bike. They knew I was his cousin. Yeah. They may have seen me in there partaking doing, in some. Doing drugs and shit. No, I needed a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to wash down your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, my my cousin went institutionalized because he got locked up at seventeen and did like fifteen years. Hector. Hector. He went to avenge his brother's when death. When you say inst- oh man, and then uh, and then there the was one time- that got shot in the head. Yeah, Moses. Yeah, in an alley uh, off like L Street in Wilmington. There was a drive-by, and he or uh, there was just a shootout, and he stood up to throw a bat at them, and when he stood up. They throw a bat. He caught one in the head, and he died. Mm. He died at fifteen or sixteen. Now has that neighborhood changed? Not really. We haven't gentrified that yet. No. We'll good, get there. Good luck. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah! It's like, is that bad? Yeah. You don't think Starbucks <clears throat> can fix the situation in Wilmington? They did put a Starbucks. Yeah. It did help. All right, there you go. See Starbucks. Now the uh, gang members and. And it's not all bad. There's a lot of working class families. I don't want to fucking shit on Wilmas too much. There's a lot of hardworking families just raising kids, but it's a very active uh, gang affiliated neighborhood as well. Was you ever gang affiliated? Never in my life, no sir. No, you don't got any tattoos or nothing like that. Not a one. No mm. piercings. No tattoos. I went straight to uh, to drugs. 
You was like, I don't want to be in the gang. I just want to buy from the gang. Yeah, but I tell you what, having uh, the you know family that I did that was somewhat connected, you get good drugs at a young age. I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, you might accidentally smoke some weed laced with PCP at a young age and be like, what the you know fuck? They call it Sherm. Uh, yeah, I, I, like, I just wanted regular weed, dude. <laughs> I watched Training Day. Yeah, that's, that's like, I don't, you like to get wet. I don't. You like I to don't. Get wet, no, I wanted weed. I just wanted normal weed. Can I get a normal two hour high and not feel like I'm on space? Oh, Craig, I didn't know you like to get wet. <laughs> yeah. Just running around naked. Is PCP is weird. PCP angels. Why do they? It's got a bunch of different names, right? Sherm high. Sherm. Mm hmm. Sherm, wet, PCP. Let's say I just wanted to try it one time. Where would I find this type of thing at? Can make it happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a follow-up podcast. <laughs> Sherm is big in the hood. I don't know why, but it's it's predominantly uh, just ghetto drug. Like I, I don't think you'll find... Like heroin, you'll find everywhere. You'll find it in Palos Verdes, Beverly Hills. I don't yeah. think you're going to find too much Sherm in Beverly Hills. I could no, be wrong, that are, that I are Craig. Craig isn't a big uh, suburban No, drug. it's a hood drug. It but always for some creeps. reason, like rich, uh, I don't want to say white kids, but just rich kids like like find out about heroin. Well, yeah, they got money. Uh, I, went to, I, I grew up in Torrance, West Torrance. And uh, at that time, I think it's a little bit more wealthy now, but it was middle class. We were just like regular middle class. And South High was like upper middle class. And then PV was like high fucking class. And always the South High kids and PV always got into heroin. Every year, a two or three kids would die of heroin overdose. Mm. We're like, motherfucker, you're 16. I didn't smoke that shit till I was 24. No, <laughs> they just, uh, they have more money. And we would save up to get an eighth of weed. you smoked heroin? No, how do you? I didn't even know you. He's did put on that. foil and chased the dragon, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there was always the rich kids. They got into harder drugs earlier because they were just financially able. Like me and my buddies, we chip in to get an eighth of weed, and that was a big deal. We didn't have well, yeah, because fifty bucks for an eighth, and they get fucking three hundred bucks for a gram, a gram of some a white gram China. Of coke. A gram of coke is like Dang 60 not. to 80 bucks. Black tie. Black tie heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they just always did that shit. And they always. What are you saying, Graham? Black tie. I just, uh, I mean, I've never done anything <laughs> worse than cocaine uh, on that side of things. And then mushrooms. I've never done like, you ever do, you ever do a- acid? Why are you whispering what? pussy into the microphone? <laughs> Look, um, if you want me to smoke some crack right now, I'll, I'll fucking I'll show you. you. I ain't no pussy I'm dog. Five and a half years sober, and I'm over this shit. <laughs> Give me the crack. No, no, I'm just kidding. Don't do drugs. <laughs> do not do drugs. Maybe mushrooms once or twice a year. You know, Will maybe you still a do little that? weed. Maybe later. I don't know. I'm scared. My life's going so good. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm not saying like I'm not saying like will you if I offered. I'm saying, I guess do you still do that? No, I I do zero nothing. No mind altering. That's really good, man. That's a good. Lot of fucking coffee. I mean, coffee, caffeine is a drug, so technically you're not clean. Yeah, but you I know, know. if I you know. were Mormon, that's bad. I'm a bad man. Yeah, <laughs> I just uh, you know, 
said this joke before, but it's like I eat a lot of sugar and a lot of coffee, and then people are like, "Well, that's a drug too." I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't go to jail, goddammit. it! <laughs> I don't go to jail on that. You shit, don't run. Right? I just shit a lot. You don't jerk off naked in your cousin's <laughs> garage." garage. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a, a sad thing. Like normal, ninety nine percent of circumstances, I would be like, "Hector, what the fuck are you doing?" If I'm tweaked out, I'd be like, "Oh, that looks like a good idea." Oh no, <laughs> let me get naked, lube up, and whack it. Yeah, man. Like I would, uh, I would never tell a, tell a, tell a, a girl that I was with. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm having a hard time falling asleep. I might just need to uh, jerk off. You have a problem with that? Sober. I would never say that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other night I was, uh, I, I had been doing cocaine, and it was like seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, and I just, I just go, hey, look, I probably just need to jerk off because I'm not falling asleep yeah. no matter what I do. I was like, is that fine? And she was like, yep, go ahead. But is like that you just your your brain isn't firing on the same normal <laughs> things, you know? <laughs> Welcome to Mitch Burrow. <laughs> It's very funny and was going to have a career until he just said what he said. No, we were. It's not, he had permission. Yeah, no, and it wasn't like Louis C.K. getting permission either. It was. It was like about whacking off when sleeping, you're coked up. We're sleeping. You to go to bed. In, yeah. better. dude, it, it happened. Like it does, and we're sleeping in the same bed together. So I was yeah. just like, look, I gotta do this. You know, you know what? Hey, hey man. <laughs> hey, dude. I've fucking uh, been bugged out and snuck a laptop into a bathroom <laughs> and just fucking whacked it. I get it, bro. You ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> Maybe try a little NyQuil next time. Oh no, you know she gave me a Xanax a little yeah. later, and then I and then I was. You know what's crazy? Chill. The 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 easiest way to die is drink, do coke, and then take pills, oxy, Xanax. It's just your body's going up, Wait, down, what? up, down, up, down. Hell yeah, dude. This bitch was trying to kill me? No, I'm just saying uh, the easiest way to die, but also the best feeling in the world. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, there's nothing like going on a Coke bender and just fucking following it by some Oxycontins, and you're like, I don't know what my body's doing. But Oxycontin is like a... The synthetic heroin. Well, what, so are, what are the opioids? It's an opiate. Opioids, yes. Xanax isn't an opioid. Yes, it is. It's opioid. Xanax is an opioid? Opioid. You know oh. your drugs. Well, I, all I know is it, it was the lowest dosage, like the pill size. Yeah, not when you take nine of them. But I only took one, and then I, I went to sleep. But, dude, you want to know? Quit calling me a pussy. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> I'm not wearing headphones. I know it's you. I'm right next to you. That's a sound bite. My phone. We edited that in. We should get a board. This is thing, things like show up to let me know. Like I'm, I need to slow down a little bit. Yeah, dude. I'm not even like, kidding. I'm not trying to be mean, but maybe you shouldn't be doing coke and Xanax and yeah, drinking like that. Uh, maybe you should get a detoxer juice from Whole Foods and live a better life. I can't afford that. That Whole Foods is expensive, man. Man, you could do one juice a day. How you much? buy that cocaine for 60 bucks a gram, goddammit. Sometimes it's 80 because it's the good stuff. Ooh, you should meet my cousin. I'll hook you up. <laughs> I hate how, like, every D part, like, my DNA and my body is like, <laughs> get sober, find God, clean it up. But also, I like, as other devils, like, I could hook you up yeah, with man, a better I know, price. I know a person. <laughs> I know a guy that get you wet for $40. My phone, every time that I, I do it, my phone, my, my Apple Watch will, uh, this is how I'm able to pace myself. It'll it'll give me. Oh an yeah, alert. Apple Watch cokehead no. over here. <laughs> it'll go. Oh, I did too much. Got to tone it down. It <laughs> says your heart rate. 
Your heart rate. You sound like me. He goes, your heart you rate has, has exceeded 120 beats per minute. You're going to want to put not down the coke. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I should probably slow down a little First bit. First of all, you need to get up. sober. Second of all, if you want that white china <laughs> off the block, let me know. <laughs> I don't want to do heroin. I don't want to do heroin. Oh, man. Uh, But you think I should sober up, huh? I think 100% you should sober up. I think you'll... you'll uh, be better in all aspects of life and you'll live longer because uh let's face it you on cocaine and opioids ain't gonna last i don't normally do opioids You're pretty- i'm not even sure xanax is an opioid it is a hundred percent an opioid. Don't fucking. Can I Google it real quick? I just no, wanna... because it is. I just want to double check. You're gonna tell a guy that abused pills for six years of his life that it's not a fucking opioid? Uh, it's a downer, motherfucker. And I didn't like it. I like. See, everyone was like, "Oh, take a Xanax. You don't remember shit." I want to remember my high. Yeah. I want to know what I felt. Yeah. That's why I like cocaine and oxycotton. Well, drinking profusely mixed with <laughs> maybe two to seven joints, unnecessary amount because you don't feel it because you're all fucked up. And then you just feel waves of joy and euphoria from the top of your hair down to your fucking toenail just shooting Xanax down. Xanax is shooting a benzodiazepine. You know, what, man? you know what? Fuck sobriety. Benzo. Let's get out of here. You still gone to your phone? <laughs> well, no. I'm, I yeah, it's it a benzo. You know what a benzo is? A fucking opioid. Wouldn't it say it's an opioid? I think it call, is. Call in. Call in. 206 <laughs> That ain't the number. Nine, nine, that's my phone number. You're going to get a lot of calls. Dude. No, I won't. 206-384-9992. Let me know if you think yeah, Xanax. Yeah, call in next week. But I don't think benzodiazepine <laughs> is uh, opioid. Yes, it is. Benzo. Benzos. I keep trying to click on it. Benzos are uh, mm. Oh, but hey, look, you can use benzos uh, to deal with alcohol withdrawal. So hey, that's Siri, so is Xanax a opioid? She's not going to listen. Oh, to it me. doesn't recognize my voice. That's right. I got another booking thing. <laughs> you know what's so right frustrating now. about you? It's like it, it, it's like uh, telling you like, hey, you're wearing a hat. You're like, no, it's not. No, I'm not. Hey, you're, all right, man. Look, hey, I'm, you're wearing a hat. No, I'm not. I'm it's not. A, it's, a fucking, it's a fucking downer. It's okay. Put it this way: it's given to people with high stress levels, uh, levels, anxiety out to calm them down. What calms you down? Down. You think they're gonna give you a fucking? Oh, a uh, 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 a speedy. Hey, real quick, a speedy McNeedy. <laughs> for the viewers, I just want to let them know that uh, this Saturday, I'm also uh, <laughs> doing a spot in the original room at the World this Famous. Not, hey, uh, just so you know, maybe Carmen Morales. He w- has been working with her and friends with her for how long? You haven't even saved her number. Well, she just gave it to me. She just sent it to me on Facebook. Man, don't try and put a rift between the door people at the comedy store. I don't I don't like that man. Like that's not necessary. I don't like how you don't believe my knowledge of drugs. I believe that you might feel like it's an opioid. It's a goddamn opioid. If it's a downer, nine times out of ten it's of the opioid plant. Tree, Look, family. You know what the fuck I'm, I'm trying a, to say. I have a GED. Pussy. I don't know I'm not educated enough for you to be worried about what I think. Don't worry about it. You have a pussy. <laughs> 
Have you ever gotten into a fight on your yeah on all your the time? Yeah, like physically. Oh, like so you just call what someone a pussy. Do? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Anyway, yeah, anyway, all right, I'll quit. I'm tired of arguing with you. Let's talk about something else. No, I'm gonna quit doing you drugs. You need to get sober. You go to quit meetings. I used to. I stopped. You should go. I don't like. The- <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I'm better than that. But you probably should look into it. I'll go with you. I'll take you. I don't. I don't know if I want to. I went to one AA meeting one time and I I cried. Yeah, just because those people are sad, man. You got to go to the right one. Like you I don't could- have. I I'm not. I don't ever want to hit a rock bottom. You already have. No, I have. Like yeah. jacking off in your thirties next to a woman, <laughs> next to a woman that is not helping you out. We had and sex. you then ask permission to jack off. No, no, to, no. While you're while it's seven thirty in the morning, your heart rate's too high, and your Apple Watch told you so. <laughs> I hate to tell you. I mean, that's not maybe a rock bottom, but that's like a rock bottom. You know, that's just that's not good. We were How doing, old are you? We were doing sex stuff. How old are you? I'm 38 years old. You're 38 years old. And you're whacking off on cocaine and Xanax <laughs> and alcohol <laughs> next to a woman. Yeah. That's not helping you whack off. No, she she like she's not she went down on me and stuff too, but you know, there was just like a I know you hooked up. I'm still saying you're whacking off <laughs> next to a body that's not partaking in the activities. That's weird. It's weird. All right. I, I mean, maybe. I if, mean, if there's sexual if you had, stuff if you going had on, been that's there, normal. Yeah, there was. All if I had been there, I would have helped you out. That's the kind of guy I am. You Appreciate it. Homo. I'm just saying, can I have one of these uh, Reese's? Yeah, eat your goddamn. It's a 99 cent Trader Joe's peanut butter cup. Are these condoms? No. Oh, no. Ghirardelli <laughs> sea salt soiree. All right. These are pretty good. The, the new Ghirardelli chocolate condom. No. Did you uh, see that thing Brian Simpson posted about that barber in Texas? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, a, that was hilarious. A barber in in Texas who is stapling condoms to his business cards right down the middle and handing them out. You know what's crazy is either that guy is the most insane, stupid motherfucker on earth. Or he's genius and he knew people would talk about it. Because his shit is everywhere on the internet now. Yeah. Like his business card has been posted a lot. <laughs> Stapled right down the heart of the condom. Wait, are these dark chocolate or milk <laughs> Just chocolate? Just eat it. Well, I mean, I don't... Get sober, find God and dark chocolate. <laughs> I don't like dark... God. It's not dark chocolate. Just try it. It's strong. That sounds like a person who's Pussy. been given a lot of strange Pussy. drugs. No, no, no. It's, it's fine. Just try it. How do you think the first time I tried speed was? I thought it was cocaine. Put the whole thing in your mouth. Jesus, Jesus Christ. It was definitely dark chocolate. Now, how is it? it <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Europeans. What? The Europeans <laughs> with their fucking dark chocolate. I hate it. That's American. No, Euro- Europeans Pro- will come over here. This is American chocolate imported from Swiss. Switzerland. Yeah, where do you think Switzerland <laughs> is? It's Europe. It's the province. And then like, and then like upper class <laughs> white people who are like, Ooh, milk chocolate's too sweet. I gotta. I, I prefer dark chocolate. No, you don't. You heard that the Europeans like it, and you're trying to be cool. That's all that is. To be honest, I uh, hate dark chocolate, but when it's mixed with 
peanut, like peanut, butter peanut butter or peanuts or hazelnuts with a caramel, then that shit's fire. Because in the super sweet shit and the sour shit, it contrasts and it's dope. But if I do, it's straight I'm dark you, chocolate, I'm not down with it. I'm I do glad not that you like refer it. to dark chocolate as sour. It is. It is. It's bitter and sour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bitter and sour, like your life. If you don't find sobriety, in God, <laughs> you whacker, <laughs> pussy. Hey, uh, buddy, how you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I offered the. Uh, I'm not gonna say which late night show, but I offered cocaine to one of the bookers of one of the late night shows <laughs> at a festival one time. Uh, and they did it. No, no, he did not. Uh, That's good for your career. Yeah, it wasn't. You're 38, <laughs> and you need to get in shape. What are you doing cocaine for? You're gonna die, dude. All right, man. It feels good. No shit, it feels good. <laughs> Why do you think I did it for five years? I'm not some (laughs) loser who couldn't handle my shit, all right? I have a good time. (laughs) Yeah, keep telling yourself that. But no, I I do need to... As every addict says. I I know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Sure, buddy. I said that. Oh, God. I I promised myself I wasn't going to I said this joke. uh, I think it's been done a million times, but... It's still so funny. Someone asked me, like, did you try Coke? I was like, yeah, I tried it once for five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Argus Hamilton. His yeah. joke is like, I like to, I like mixed drinks. I like to mix whiskey with uh, crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such an easy old joke, and it's been done, but it's a classic. Yeah. it's it's It'll get a laugh every time. Yeah, I think uh, Argus probably wrote both of those. Maybe he did. I don't know, but I know that I didn't meet like purposefully steal it. I know it's been said. You know, you say shit like, "Oh, that's so common. It's been done before." But I don't. I couldn't even name. And there's no way you would ever find it on. Yeah, I didn't steal it. It just maybe was absorbed into my. And also, I don't do it on stage. It just was conversation. But did you? You know, Argus Hamlin has been sober for thirty-two years. Yeah, that's the part about sobriety that I. Like I, I hate the thought that like I could never just enjoy a beer again. Well, here's the thing. Uh there's you know, uh there's people that get sober for 10, 15, 20 years and go back and have a corona at a barbecue and are fine. Yeah. A lot of people don't like to talk about that because that is a scary thing that you don't know. You know what I mean? Argus is one of those guys. I never knew him back then. I hardly know him now, but I've heard stories. I don't think he could have just one. Yeah. But I know people in my dodgeball community that are 20 years sober that are just like, I'm going to have a fucking Corona. And they have one or two Coronas and they're fine, but they're also 52 years old and a different human being and species now. But also that could go south and that could lead to dark, <laughs> so here's my thought dark on days so you it's a, it's a it, as they say you ain't a, never jerked off in front of a chick yeah alright then quit quit talking on this bullshit it's just on the podcast ha- in the moment it's it funny it happens alright but hold hey, on hang on hang on who am I yeah. <laughs> I'm a most dudes I'm Mitch Burrow two um, nights ago here's here's I gotta I gotta re- readjust what I just said when I go like I can never enjoy a beer again <laughs> That's not how I drink. You know, I, I, I never drink less than five. Yeah, I know, because you're a man, so and that's I how you never, do it. No, but I, I guess my, my thought is like, oh, so I can never get drunk? I don't give a fuck about drinking a beer. 
I guess, like I'm saying, like I can, you like I can get never, fucked up. I can never get drunk again. Yeah, yeah, that was my problem. I never, I don't want a beer. I want to get fucked no, up. If I go to a, I want to feel shit. I'd rather order a Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. Than a beer. A Roy Rogers. You a know? Shirley Temple. A Roy Rogers. It's the Coke and Grenadine. It's the boy version of the Shirley oh, Temple. What about the uh, Arnold Palmer? That's a that's, that's, bitch drink. That's no, I, lo- I love Arnold that's Palmer. Sweet tea and lemonade. Yeah, but yeah, uh, like no, I I I guess I'm I'm lying when I say oh I could just never enjoy a beer again because I don't enjoy a beer now. I could never get fucked up again. I could never get drunk. Just set it down and see how your life goes. I guarantee you it'll go better. You think so? I know so, motherfucker. What if it's the only thing keeping me? (laughs) I don't believe that in heart. No one's ever said, I put down cocaine, pills, and alcohol, and my life got worse. No one's ever said that fucking sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I've been drinking for 20 years. Yeah, my point exactly. Put it down, bitch. It's it's hard for me to think that... You don't think it was hard for me? I smoked weed for 17 years of my life. You think it was easy for me to stop smoking weed? 17 years, 12 to 29 is all I knew. I literally finally, I did the math. I finally have become sober as many years as I was intoxicated. 17 years fucked up, 17 years sober. I'm 34. What's today's date? Uh, March 75th. Oh, Jesus. 12th. 12th. March 12th. All right. I haven't had any alcohol today. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) It's it's 2 o'clock. March 12th, so I just won't drink into Here's April, how you do it. April 15th, you, you, hey, straight tax up, this, day. This is how you do it. Slapping that knee. You literally do You do baby steps. They say one day at a time. I, I, I'm more like, like let me do three days. Let me do six days. All right, let me let me do two weeks. And then you, you get the, this roll going. You're like, all right, I hit 30 days. Let's do 60, 90. All right, 90 days sober. Let's do six months. And then when you hit a year, all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to fuck this up. You know, I initially got sober kind of with like, I'll be back. I'm going to just do this to clean up my life right now because this is bad. Uh, And then all of a sudden you get time and you're like, well, fuck. My mom is proud of me again. My family (laughs) loves me. I'm invited to weddings again. My career's going better. People likely more. I'm I'm more genuine. I'm more real because I can't. You just you can't be anything but what you are because you you know when you're on what, alcohol what weird time shit do you wake up in the morning whenever the fuck I want because <laughs> I don't work at Trader Joe's anymore <laughs> fuck yeah 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 you know you you that's that's one thing that I think about like with you being sober you you was farting on your manager sober yes yeah, so what I'm not perfect <laughs> I always tell I anybody imagine. 90 95 percent of bad decisions go out the window there's still five percent <laughs> they're, they're still farting on your manager I just I can't imagine what you would have been doing if you was on drugs Jesus oh my god I was crazy I remember one time a manager walked in on me and I was fucking had my hand down my pants uh, on my dick and had my hand down my pants on my butthole and I was like faking masturbating and fingering my asshole in front of this other girl co-worker and my <laughs> manager was that me yeah my manager walked in on me and I'm like yeah <laughs> literally like fucking And then uh, the manager walks in and sees me. I go, oh, <laughs> and then I go, <laughs> and I just laugh. And she goes, oh, Craig. And she turned around. Wait, this is 
you're on drugs at this point. I was point on drugs. Life. I was on drugs. But no, but that sound <sighs> that actually sounds way worse than it is. The girl I was doing it in front of, we were hooking up at that time, and then uh, it doesn't so matter. It was like you funny. It was like funny. You know. I guess. This was nine. I can't believe this was nine years ago. I can't believe they didn't fire you prior to the farting incident. I missed work twice because I was in jail, uh, and I had I came back that. to work with scabs on my forehead. <laughs> Ugh! Did I talk about this? Yeah, yeah. My manager holding up the paper, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that was another time I went to jail, and I, I I came in with scabs on my forehead, and and they were just like, oh Jesus, um. Oh, and then one time, uh, this is how weird. I was so high. Uh, fucking, uh, I think I was on, I don't know what I was on. Pills, probably pills, lots of pills. And then uh, they say, Craig, can you take out the trash? And I go to take out the trash, and there's a dumpster, and I have to pee. So I just pee. And then my managers, two managers, were on lunch break. And they go, Craig's back there an awful long time just for throwing a bag of trash into a dumpster. What's he doing? And they peek in, and I'm back there going like this, just fucking going, just fucking pissing like this, like a true weirdo. (laughs) Like 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 a child. Like a child weirdo. And, uh, And then I walk back into work, and both managers are like, Craig, you're fucking disgusting. Go wash your hands. I'm like... What? I just threw out the trash. What's the what's the man? They're like, we saw you pissing behind the dumpster. I was like, oh shit! To, you to you be saw on, that? <laughs> I don't think peeing outside is that big of a deal. No, but it is weird when you're on the clock in a Trader Joe's uniform, name tag, and there's two bathrooms. <laughs> That's what's weird about it. Like I didn't have to do that. I could walk in the building and piss in a bathroom. Now I'm gonna defend you in, at this point in your life because there are times when I will get home. I live in like a neighborhood, but I have like a little yard or whatever. And like the bathroom is the first door on the left when you walk inside. But sometimes I just like to pee outside. I on love the tree. peeing outside. I love pissing on trees. And I and I will choose a bush over a toilet ninety nine percent of the time. And but this wasn't a Personally, bush. I'll, this wasn't a bush. This was daylight I'll, I'll public choose, dumpster I'll piss. I'll just waxed over a bush if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, pussy, pussy. You can't do my callback on my podcast, pussy. Um, uh, you know you're a fucking real creep with that mustache. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I did not ask a woman if I could masturbate. Grow, grow your beard back, you fucking mustache. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I forget what I look like sometimes. Um. Yeah. Did we just did we ruin the flow of the podcast? <laughs> we were doing good. I Dude, thought we were on a roll. <laughs> what are we at? Oh, we did some time. Let's talk yeah, about you that. shitting your pants. I know you got a dozen of those. Uh, a nice poop a loop story. <laughs> and most embarrassing, most public shitting of your carsones. Oh, can we can we pause? I I just the, I did that chunk of slush pup. The slu- just shit your pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like brain freeze, but I feel it in my chest for some. That's I might uh, actually be having a heart attack. That's cocaine residue <laughs> from the oh, other night. Call the, you need oh, to get sober and find God. <laughs> All right, hold on. I think I'm ready. All right, so shit you're, my pants. You're, you're going to be the first live shitting pants story on my podcast. <laughs> I uh, I've, I was at a party, and uh, things were going great. There was a hot chick there that I was talking to, and uh, and then I just felt it. I had to, I had to shit. 
and I was not about to shit at this party. Was it because you did cocaine cut with laxatives? No, this is years before I ever did cocaine. All right, I'm going to tell your nana. And then uh, <laughs> I'm like, I go to the bathroom, and there's a line of people waiting for the bathroom. I'm like, all right, this bathroom is too populated for me to take a shit in. So then I, I go, uh, I, I get in my car, and I drive to a store, and that store is like, we don't have a bathroom. <laughs> so then I get in, I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going home. And like on the way home, I just I couldn't hold it. I shit my pants in my car <laughs> while I was driving home. Leather and, seats. And that's uh, no. But when I that's did too it, bad. no, no, no. I did. I like lifted myself and I just like drove like with my butt. You're driving drunk, right? No, I was sober. Oh damn. But I and it's had, so I've shit my pants in in a vehicle like three times <laughs> because I'm always I can't shit outside it like I don't know I can't just pull over was on the this side a of the shark or a shit this was shit this is uh like it but not like just a a big thick turd that comes out it's like a, a oh a, I know nobody upset. shits a log when they shit their pants <laughs> it's an upset. it's a wet mess yeah <laughs> it's a green apple splatter yeah, you gotta stamp. get rid of those pants <laughs> yeah you know it's nah, nah one time I did shit outside in a parking lot uh but that's like one of the few times that I've ever made I it. shit in a church parking lot I told that one right where I left the party yeah yeah tell yeah. Satan I said hello when you see him hey man, you're going to hell it's natural that. I don't know Jesus Christ did doodles I would, do you, what do you think would happen if you shit in like a in like an Indian burial ground? Hey man, Indians did doodos too. <laughs> it's a natural occurrence. But yeah, I think it's weird. Like someone said, if someone says they never shit their pants before, I I don't trust anything else they ever tell me. Because everyone has shit their pants. I had two of my homies on the show, both black dudes, and they never shit their pants. Bullshit. That's what I said. <laughs> I think it's a it's a it's a it's a stigma. They're trying to they're community. trying to be cool. <laughs> in their they're trying to be cool, man. <laughs> they be pooping their pants on the down low all the time. Why did you I say believe. it like that? <laughs> what they be pooping their pants on the because on I was influenced by their culture. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tupac. <laughs> You're appropriating their culture. Now I think I might have been black in a past life. Really? I don't know. I've always been attracted to all things, uh, all black movies, yeah, big butts, all, big booties. Um, just the, just all Who's my your favorite comedian ever, Richard Pryor. Yeah, uh, dude. Like growing up, I watched Disorderlies. Little kid, like five, six year old, fifty million times was my favorite movie, and then like all- wait, the dessert, was that with the fat boys? Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't. I think <laughs> I it might be that. because of my my ghetto Mexican side, or not. They're not all ghetto, but that sounds bad. But uh, some of them are, <laughs> and uh, you just that culture, like watching Menace and Boys in the Hood, and Don't Be a Menace at a very, very young age, and listening like my first albums were Tupac and Wu Tang, and fucking, you know. I, it influences you, what? and like whenever I got some corny shit like Green Day Dookie, I'm like, get that shit out of here. Put on fucking Wu Tang and Tupac. I want that cornball shit. What about <laughs> Southern rap? Did you like Southern rap? Or I like some just of like... it. I was a West Coast baby, but yeah, I like all good rap. I did get down with Southern rap. I love Outkast, Ti, whatever. You know. I want to go back to the poop and stuff real quick. Yeah. You don't mind. You don't want to talk about me being black <clears throat> in a past life? Nah. I Why don't you say black that. like that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, when you go to a, like a party, like if if I if I'm at a party and all of a sudden I I feel like oh I'm gonna have to take a shit, eventually, 
I'm also just thinking to myself, I'm going to have to leave this party. No, I, I, lo- I look for the hidden bathroom. There's always a bathroom in the parents' room. You might have to walk by two strangers <laughs> fucking. But what if like what if you well, was just you could poop it up? What if you're at a place like this and there's like five of you hanging out in a this is a a, a pretty oh, I, large studio apartment? I leave to poop. It depends on the circle. I don't like to bomb it up, but if the circle's super tight, I'm like, ah fuck it. But if it's like strangers, it's like, oh shit, let me go shit in the bush real quick. Like you'll <laughs> shit at Delia's place. Yeah, but I'll go to the downstairs. Because I'll bathroom. shit I'll shit at Jeff Dye's place. Yeah. But I won't shit at like Kane Holloway's apartment. Like it's just a different level of. But maybe that's the size too, because there are multiple bathrooms yeah. that people can choose. Versus yeah, it depends the, who it is. But yeah, I'll be I'll be pooping. Although sometimes I did a, uh, I did. Have you have you done that uh, two drink minimum show, Katie? I forget her last. Kate Miriam. Uh, I did her show. It's in a, it's in her house. It's in the living room. It's a pretty good show. Seats like 30 people or whatever. Uh, and when I went into the bathroom, she had a squatty potty. Those are fantastic. And it was the first time where it was I like. I have one too. I was like, I want to take a shit at For this For those party of you that don't now. know, squatty potties is a motherfucking game changer. Go get one. And the, and then people are like, why, 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 why? Just like. Just it's your posture. Common sense. Like what made it click so much for me is those silly, stupid videos. But in nature, through fucking evolution, we, we, we squatted. Squat. We were, yep. we, there were no fucking toilets. So we pooped like this. And then you sit on the toilet and you're like this. <laughs> and the squatty potty makes it like this. I think you should it's demonstrate. It's back to square one. It couldn't Caveman see, poop. It couldn't see you good. You should squat on the, on the sofa. They could get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like when you sit down. It kinks it, your colon. Yeah, everything is like crunched and, and up. And the squatty potty. I bet I got but, a lot of stuff. I, I probably need like you a need an enema. Yeah. You should get an enema, a coffee enema, and I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna change your life. I'm gonna get What's you. It? I'm gonna get you celium husk, and I'm gonna get you a copper tongue scraper and a squatty potty. Wait, hold on. What's wrong with my tongue, dog? Nothing. You think I got bad? You breath? brush your teeth? Yes. It's been the same. It's tongue maintenance. Yeah, but I brush my tongue. No, nah, that's not good enough. <laughs> a copper tongue yeah. scraper. Yeah. All right. People are so fucking, I can't, not you. I'm just saying when people are like, you know, you tune up your car, you tune up your computer, and then you're like, here, this is good for your body. It's like a tune-up. And then it's like, what? No, I'm fucking fine. Why? Why? <laughs> What's Why? a coffee enema? You just squirt coffee up your yeah, butt Yeah, it, it's big. It's like kind of uh, used uh, a little bit in the uh, cancer community to clean out your booty hole in a natural now, way. Now, do you get the Vente or the Grande? <laughs> I get, uh, oh, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. And I was like, riff, get him, get him, get him, get him. Hey, it's still got to laugh, me bombing. <laughs> so there's that. Pussy. <laughs> Quit calling me a pussy. <laughs> when are you going to get coffee shoved up your butthole? I'm going to do pussy. it as soon as, soon as you, you let me go. Pussy. As soon as you let me leave, I'm going to go do it. Hey, f- cut to fucking uh, Mitch driving home, just shoving coffee up his booty <laughs> hole. You know, I've never done a, but yeah, I think I think I probably got a lot of. They're like, there's something like eight pounds of stuff inside Fecal your colon. Matter, yeah. yeah, in your colon. So, uh, I bet en- my- enemas. Mm. Too many of them are bad, but once in a while, for sure, is good. I know the girls in porn do them a lot. Well, yeah, they have to. Yeah, because you don't want to poop on your dick. You know. They do all that Always go in there, Mitch. You need to get sober. You need to find God. I'm tired of your. Are you Catholic <laughs> or Protestant? I don't f- do religion. 
I just you be- just said I need to find God. Yeah, so what? You can believe in God and think most religions church? bullshit. Yeah, but I, I didn't pay attention. No, I was do a you pisser. go to church now? I was a, no, fuck no. I haven't been to church since Nana died. Let's go to that church that Justin Bieber, uh, his his uh, nah. his preacher's like real cool and shit. I mean, he'll be like, hey, I'd rather just watch Tony Robbins. He'll be like, y'all want to talk about God and shit? What's up? All right, what I up, get down folk? like that. <laughs> I just believe in a higher power. I, I, I don't know what to call him besides God because that's the general terminology we use. But all right, energy, the universe, fucking pussy. I don't know. You know, just <laughs> something, something, uh, some energy force or whatever uh, you want to call it. I just call it God, but I am not religious nor practice any religion yeah. at all. No, I know, I know it's real big in the, in that. In the sober community, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's actually one of the h- hardest things for most people in AA to. I hear uh, maybe not the hardest thing, but for them to adjust to or, or uh, take in that concept because a lot of them, you know, when you're slamming heroin and drinking shots of whiskey, you're fucking not thinking about God, you know, and you may not believe in God. That's why they say like higher power, anything. It could be fucking yoga or whatever you know not do maybe, you do yoga i do not i'm just saying like oh. in in aa it, 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 they want you to believe in any thing bigger than yourself it doesn't matter yeah. what it is it doesn't matter if it's jesus yahweh lucifer whatever they just want you to believe in some they want you to Hell surrender Satan. you gotta get sober you bro. said lucifer i know <laughs> Hell satan man is the 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 sat- satanic temple or whatever it is is in uh it's actually up the street it's uh called like the comedy to, store they like to get <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't say that i'm wearing I love that shirt. place i like your place man it's a cute little studio yeah i kind of I, I i have a place with four roommates but this is so much more spacious and everything yeah. than having yeah, i know my room is so small i i hate it like i i, I need like you a know what helps room. you get a bigger room Sobriety? <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was. I was. But I like living. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> the, did a tale in uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff Ross, Ross yeah. get, get people doing that now? I, I That was the first time I've ever done that, and it was because uh, you called my sobriety. I mean, it, was, it was pretty clear where that was going. Are you sure? <laughs> hey, uh. So I'm glad this podcast it got you sober and, <laughs> and changed your life. And uh, if you do drugs again, you're a pussy. And uh, you'll see that once you put down the bottle and the crack cocaine and the pills, I don't do crack and the pills of Xanax <laughs> and the cigarettes and the sugar, you're going to look like Hugh Jackman and book everything in Hollywood and have millions of dollars and have a studio just like this. I saw John Hamm last <laughs> night. I did too. I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Do you know how John Hamm got like connected to the stand-up community like that? No. So back when he was a, a struggling actor, like young in Hollywood, like when it, before he was getting like cast or anything, he would go to the Largo because it was cheap. It was just fun. So like Sarah Silverman, uh, you know, whoever at that time, Zach Galifianakis, Brody, those those yeah. they would be there. They'd have like five dollar beer or whatever. So. You know, he'd just go there and hang out with the comics. And then he got Mad Men 
and blew up into like one of the Crazy, biggest. Yeah. You know why he got Mad Men too? Why? Because he was cheap. Because he was an unknown. Yeah. But That's he's dope. but he's good. And yeah, then, he's brilliant. But he kept those connections. To all those people, to all the comics, yeah. and then that's why you, he wound up getting cast in in like the funnier films later, and then uh, that's why he was there for Brody last. last yeah, let's night talk about because- Brody a little bit. I try not to cry. Brody Stephen Brody Stevens, rest in peace. His uh, funeral service was up. You the got comp. it. You got it. Enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Positive push. Everybody has a good Brody. Eight one eight till I die. die. Anyways, uh, his that is all Brody. Look him up. Stephen Brody Stevens, he's the man. His funeral service was at the Comedy Store last night, and it was catered by Burger King and Subway. No, uh, Subway. Starbucks? Burger King, Starbucks, SBS, Stephen Brody Stevens. Oh, shit. I didn't even know yeah. why. I was like, Whoppers? Yeah, what dog. the fuck? <laughs> um, That's anyways, why did it. This is the type of impact this motherfucker had from open micer that is six months into Zach Gillifanakis, John Hamm, Jimmy Kimmel, Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper to mid level feet. Like this motherfucker was touched people down here and up here. I, I do and, not know they were anyone fucked. that could have done that. Yeah, and they were fucked up about it. You know, like yeah, John Hamm was like. He was he he was upset yeah. for sure. Bradley Cooper, you, you could tell, and and his his fucking little league baseball coach, that dude that dude made me cry. Yeah, when he was talking about because Brody would like go to his house for like holidays and and meals and stuff, and and then he goes and he and he would call me every now and then just to like let me know how things were going, and then he goes, I just. And then I just wish you would have called me one more time. And yeah. then I just fucking lost it. Way to make me cry again. Sorry, no, I'm man. just kidding. That motherfucker. Ugh. Jesus Christ. But yeah, like there was so many tears in the comedy store last night, but also so many laughs. So many laughs. Um, Brody Brody started in Seattle doing comedy. And, uh, and so that's where I started. But years, he was already gone. But he was he was like a legend in Seattle. At, by the time that I moved there in 2007, so like everywhere that I've been, Brody's just always been like a dude that people were Every, crazy. Everybody about. loved because he's insane. Let's tell a few stories. So, Nick, not Nick Kroll. Uh, why did I say him? He was there too. No, the Scalar Brothers. The Scalar Brothers. Uh, very funny, very nice gentleman. That did you hear their speech about? I him? did not know. They said uh, that years ago they were headlining before they had made it and and uh to the anyways they're headlining a club i think it was arizona it was out of state it was somewhere else maybe it was tempe improv and they brought brody to uh, hosts and brody's hosting and going up before them and uh, and killing it and then their feature goes up and that does a great set and like the energy's perfect and they're like brody they're tired or whatever he, they said tell brody just bring us up bring us straight up and then they said brody goes up there and does the longest most specific bit about an intersection in the valley on Lancashire <laughs> that they're they don't they're from la and they don't even understand the joke and he's doing it out of state and just bombing, but committing so hard. No, you don't understand. The intersection goes like this. <laughs> what you know? And and they said, and 
at to a point to where they're like, oh no, and they got scared, and then he was bombing. They enjoyed it so much that they're just laughing. They're like, no, no, keep doing it, keep doing it. <laughs> and that was the power of Brody. And they told that story better, but you get the idea. But he had like a, he had like a lot of good like quick jokes too. Yeah, you know, like he'd be like. My sister used to beat me. She would kick me. She would punch me. She would beat me with keys. Beating me with keys hurt the most. Why do you ask? Because she was a janitor. She had a lot of keys. (laughs) I got molested by a guy. They caught him. He got six years in prison. Should have got three, but he did it in a construction zone. What One thing it? about the comedy store is like working there as a door guy, you saw so much Brody because he would be the last one to go oh, in the and main room. Forty minutes, he would do an hour. Yeah, do it like every night. Yeah, and and wait, I want to do one. He uh, said, uh, "Just booked a role in a movie," and he's like, and then then applaud break, and he was like, "It's an adult film, <laughs> it's a solo scene." Yoga mat or something like that. <laughs> I fucked it up. You told what's the, the, what's the other one? They go, go. I just got a call back. It's for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what's the road rage one? Again, I get road rage in the car wash. Nah, I fucked it up. I can't repeat stuff. Oh man, what's the road rage one? I, I I don't know, but I'm trying to think of the other one that they were putting on the videos. Remember, he goes I, this one. It's 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 nice to make money. I take my mother out for lunch. I pay half. <laughs> I'm making it. He goes. He said. He said something. He goes. Oh, I'm racist. When's the last time you rode in a car with a black guy? I did two weeks ago. It was part of the sheriff's ride along program. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, uh, he's crazy. Yeah, he's, and he was just so nice to everybody. Like you said, open micers to A list celebrities. Got fucking Joe Rogan, Dick Van Dyke talking about him to fucking Bob Fardast, who's done comedy six times, you know? That's yeah, crazy. I mean, it's, he was, I, medication, you know, like he, he went off his meds and he jumped. I don't want to say this is why it happened. But he, I do know that he went off his meds and then he 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 got back on them and that can like Fuck affect you, you really bad, especially if you're not doing it directly under a doctor supervisor. I don't like medication for mental health stuff. I think doctors and pharmaceutical companies are playing Russian roulette with our lives a lot of times and they don't really know what these things do. But you definitely can't just flip flop back and forth. On it. it, it fucks with. I I was on Lexapro for a long time, and at a certain point, I had a motorcycle, and I quit riding my motorcycle because when I was on that stuff, it would make me feel like, you know what? Let's just let's just go off the the bridge here. Yeah, like it. it I just find it insane it that it some head meds side effect is suicide. It's yes. Like, why does that exist? In a nobody's like, oh, sample. you're on fire. Here's some gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> they give you water. If we if we if you pour it on you enough, it'll smother the flames. But if we don't get it just right, you'll explode into a million pieces. You Anyways, know, I'm not telling anybody not to take meds, but maybe look into alterative things like uh, microdosing or Molly microdosing. No, all right, hold on, LSD stop. microdosing, no. <laughs> no, no, psilocybin no. microdosing. Hey, fuck you, man. Hold on, you there's know a what? stream benefits of this shit, but it's got a stain on it because of the fucking. This is 
industry and the, and the talk, trillion dollar pill. I, I want to get all the pharmaceutical uh, business. All the drugs. Real talk. If you're having if you're having depression and things like that, go see a therapist or whatever. Yeah. Ultimately, because I ha- I was in a real dark place, and what I, and what Pussy. helped me Pussy. was that I looked at my life <laughs> and I go, <laughs> I said, what is making me unhappy? And then I changed those things. You know what's making me unhappy right now? You being a pussy? Oh, no, my throbbing thigh. <laughs> you got okay. hard Sorry. hands, sir. I got a little leg over that here. That was my sore wrist, too. Oh, Imagine if shit. I... What was it sore from? Whacking it on cocaine? <laughs> hey, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sober up for... Hey, can I come back in a month? Yeah. We'll just do... <laughs> <laughs> what was that face? I want let's let's see if I do it. Let's see if I if I can stay sober for a month. I really, really, really want you to. I just don't want to go thing. to any of those fucking I, meetings. I, I, I was like joking, but not joking. There, uh, with the med shit. There's been people who take uh, magical mushrooms in in in, in small doses, uh, like properly prescribed if it was legal, and that wipes their depression out. And I'm not being funny. I mean, there are, there are psychiatrists who are doing. Uh, ketamine uh test with with people yeah and then and uh, like uh, mdma test with schizophrenic people that yeah. is showing extreme benefits but it has this disdain because people take molly and rub their nipples for nine hours and I yeah just think that's that, at a rave we're talking about prescribed <laughs> properly by a but, fucking doctor and it can help you but before you do that maybe go to the gym <laughs> yeah you but know? some people have a chemical imbalance but yeah if you're running and getting sun and eating right and exercising and living a clean life and helping the old lady old lady cross the fucking street I think that'll help just as much as any pill. The number one thing you can do is move away from Seattle. That's that was what helped me the most. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in Seattle, uh, move out. Yeah, and I'm sorry, Seattle, Seattle, for your industry. Uh, my podcast is very powerful, and you're going to lose a lot <laughs> of people. No, uh, yeah. Uh, sun, sun's good. Go to the beach. Go to hike. Go fucking whack off on Xanax and cocaine next Don't to a that. woman that doesn't know it's happening. She, Mitch Burrow. <laughs> Wait, what? Don't say my name after that. <laughs> Everything that I've done sexually with women has always been a hundred. I believe that ninety-seven percent consensual. I believe that. Uh, I believe it was a hundred percent consensual, but maybe for them there might have been some buyer's remorse when, afterwards. <laughs> when do I get to uh, plug on my shows? You don't. It comes out in a week. This will be out next Wednesday. Oh, okay. So after that, well, wait, no. If well, it, we hit some time. Yeah. If oh, it's yeah. A, oh shit. If it's after next Wednesday, you're a good guest. I struggle. Really? Yeah. It, it's hard for me to hit an hour. We're at an hour twenty, and uh, I'm not tired yet. Cool. You can cut out all the stuff about me jerking off on no, cocaine and Xanax. No, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so. Who funny. is that funny for? <laughs> me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Not my career. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anything else you want to talk about? I think that was pretty amazing. Uh, all of the cocaine and Xanax stuff is a lie. It's a joke. It's a joke. We're comedians. Yeah, it's theater of the mind. Quit doing the joke. I did it. It wasn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, out. I just noticed like I have like nineteen different accents. I just turned Italian. What are you doing? What are you talking about? I have Italian. If I watch Sopranos, I start speaking Italian. If I hang around my my fucking family, I start 
hey, what's up, little puppet? You know, that creeps yeah. in. For some reason, I got a southern accent that pops in from time to time. And people are like, are you doing it on purpose? I'm like, no, I just fucking. I, I'm, excuse me. Um, I don't understand. It. I have done the same thing. Like, if I'm in a different country or somewhere. It fucking influences or if it, Even you. if I'm just talking to some Mexican dudes, like, somewhere, I will eventually start having, yeah. that, uh, like, a little bit of a tone in there. But also on the It's on not the same- on purpose, though. People are like, oh, you're fucking, like. You're just fake. And he's like, no, I don't even mean Like, it just fucking seeps out. But also, out. I can't do accents, which is the weirdest part. Like, if I'm talking to someone, it'll just come out. But if you're like, hey, man, can you do a French accent? I would just be like, oh. No. <laughs> I, I do not think I can do that. <laughs> did, I te- did I tell this one on the podcast? You didn't remember me. I was ringing a French dude up. And I was like, oh, I went to Paris once. And he was French as fuck. And I was like a little disappointed though. He's like, wait. And then I was like, because nobody went, ha, ha, And I thought it was going to kill and make him laugh. And he just was like this. And I was like, oh, fuck. I just bombed on register right here. What if he just went like, ha, ha, ha. That's no, what I would have done. No one in France tossed like that. <laughs> That's what I mean. I was hoping it was going to be fun. And he was like, ha, ha. But work? he looked at me like he wanted to kill me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, paper or plastic. But that's, <laughs> that's just like when, when you do something, What what is the thing that everybody does where they go, oh, I guess it's, oh, that's like if you're scanning the items yeah, and it doesn't register and then the person's like, oh, I, I guess we don't, yeah, I you're guess right. it's free. You're right. You're right. I did a hacky, generic, yeah. shitty joke that he's probably heard nine million times and I'm an asshole. So real quick. No, get your fucking March, shows out of here. March here, 20th this, to the 24th, I'll be at Lake Tahoe. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That, yeah, that'll be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake Tahoe, Mitch Burrow. And, uh, he shits his pants a lot. That's not true. I love him. April 5th to the 6th, I'll be in Lincoln City, Oregon. You know what? I'm going to tag you in the fucking promo clip, <laughs> and then they'll click your shit, and they'll find out. Get this fucking... All you need to know is I love this dude. He is awesome. He's hilarious. He's funny. And we need to get him off cocaine and alcohol because he's going to die prematurely if we do not. But I and won't that's die. that's a little bit of a joke and a bit more of some facts right but there. But I'm not going to die prior to uh, May 9th through the 12th <laughs> where I'll be at the Laughing Skull Comedy Festival. Always working, always plugging. <laughs> Mitch Burrow, I fucking love you, dude. I had a great time. Ooh, we're David Tell and Jeff Ross. We'll cut <laughs> Which that ones? part out. Who? I'm a Tell. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah! All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Have a good this evening. This was great. Thank you. It was fun. I say the last word. <laughs> but I appreciate it. I say it. the last word. Yeah, man, go hey, ahead. Pussy. <laughs> pussy. 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 Get it. Hurry, ready? <laughs> pussy. Pussy.